0: Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. I'm Lisa Chenu. And today we are joined by a very special guest. You know her. You love her. We know her and love her. Uh, She has been a guest already, but if you did not listen to that, you might know her from her fantastic Instagram account, The Astrology, uh, her 11th house, uh, astrological friendship learning space, (laughs) uh, Astrology That Hits. She's been on all the hot pods. She's an author. It's Kira, (laughs) the astrology. I was going to go Kira, the astrology table. (laughs) 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 Wrestling style. Oh, I love that. I'm having my solar return today. I am a sad (gasps) rising in this chart and it shows, honey. (laughs) I'm
3: so happy to hear that.
0: Happy solar return. Thank you. I've, yeah, I haven't checked the chart, but I think I woke up at the moment it was exact because I woke awesome. up for no reason at 630 and that's what I'm just, I'm deciding that even if it's not true, I'm <laughs> speaking it as true. Kira, we're so happy you're here.
3: I'm so happy I'm here. I I, feel like I just saw you, you yes. came to, to celebrate my birthday like last week. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy to be back. Last time, actually, last time I recorded with you guys was in the middle of quarantine. Yes. I'm back at my parents' house right now. Oh, my Whoa. God. <laughs> Come full, full circle.
0: Oh, my God. That's true. But this is a, uh, um, what's the word that I was looking for? Not consenting, but uh, <laughs> uh, like a, a deci- you decided, a chosen yes. trip home, not yes, exactly. a forced trip
3: not yeah. a forced stay in my parents' home. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> optional. Yeah, we were mere we were mere internet strangers before. And now we've we've all physic- we've physically connected. Okay. I mean, this is yeah, the power of them. astrology, folks. Building friendships <laughs> one chart at a time. Eleven thousand, make some fucking noise. You've been I've- busy. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
3: We've all been busy, right? Oh. I mean, we yeah. have yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah. Truly. <laughs> yeah. We're, all, we're all so worn out <laughs> it's even even if you haven't
0: literally been busy it's like everyone's been busy doing something thinking too much t- t- talking too much on screens too much like whatever it's been busy
3: yeah especially especially in the middle of eclipse season
0: I'm feeling it so hard not uh like truly like physically energetically not like things are happening or anything I just can feel that buzzing like electrical
3: currents like moving through you
1: yeah I think that this we're gonna see if this Thanksgiving I feel like it's a weird precursor to the holiday season of like are people gonna be buzzy fighting yeah family fuzzy (laughs) or like oh my god I'm so excited family yeah. buzzy or like we're just
2: doing friends giving family buzzy I don't know I can't figure it
1: out yet mm-hmm.
2: it seems like I don't know maybe because I'm I'm also been home like early so I'm getting like I feel like I've had all my Thanksgiving fights two weeks in advance which has kind of been <laughs> nice because like the air has been cleared but there's a bit of we're all learning to socialize still again and especially mm-hmm. I'm finding my older family, friends, folks who maybe only just see just their partner for the most part. And it's like, it seems like a bit of a re-education of how you want to be spoken to and speak to, which feels very like that kind of baton handoff of that Gemini Sag eclipse time we've had into this Taurus Scorpio, like foot down, like, no, like Mm -hmm. I kind of let this slide because we've all been learning and fucking up and weird, but now I'm going to like, really like let you know what I do. Like, where's my line? Um, If you're lucky. I mean, not easier said than done always every fucking time. But that's just my personal experience over here of like what I've noted as an early adapter of Thanksgiving time. It's very fantasies meeting reality,
0: I think kind of energy where it's like we've been, whether consciously or not, we've been fantasizing about this holiday season for two years, a year. Or whatever. And now it's like happening for reals. And I think the sometimes like disappointment or bubble popping uh, kind of thing is happening. And we're seeing how people respond to disappointment, I think, to is like maybe my feeling is like, oh, are people any better or I guess my hope is that people are better with disappointment after this experience. And that that doesn't, I feel that that is like an emotion that really ruins a lot of interactions, especially holiday ones, especially ones that we do again, like have so much, I'm thinking because Kira's Pisces rising, I feel so like Pisces vulnerable, uh, (laughs) this kind of like thing of like, I think people just respond so awfully in disappointment and holidays are such things that have such buildup that they can be so disappointing and that's why we have these fights and everything because what we really want to be is like tender and say like i wanted this to be magic i wanted this to be the holiday like what we see in the movies of what holidays can do to people because we know that they have that potential too and or like and, what we had in like
3: 1998 yeah yeah can,
0: <laughs> yes and what what it is that i've been what i was missing in quarantine was this connection. And then to go and find that that's not actually the connection that you have, I think can be really, mm-hmm. really devastating. But it also is this opportunity for people to be surprised and um, like have new expectations set based on how people have changed their responses in a way that you couldn't even have fantasized about potentially which I think is also really cool. If you are just letting yourself be kind of tourist practical, open to what's exactly in front of you, not behind or, or below or anything. It's like exactly what's here. What does that then open up for you?
1: Hmm. I think people have decided what their lines are too, where they're like, like, I think having more time inside and alone and, and we have been out and stuff too, like for the last year, but Having more downtime and being home more and making more conscious efforts to care for other people, I think, can really show you, like, oh, yeah, if someone brings this up, like, that's just, I'm just going to say, hey, we're not talking about that.
0: I think that's uh, a wise one for folks is the, like, you don't have to engage. It's like the uh, you you can just say like, oh, actually, no, I'm not. And you're not like making a judgment on it other than just like, oh, no, this is a personal boundary. I'm not going to comment uh, either way. I'm just going to take action and get out. I,
1: I also think it's fair to say I know we disagree on this issue. So I, you know, it's not necessarily something I want to discuss with you. I'm going to go yeah. grab another slice of pie, you know, mm-hmm.
2: calling it. <laughs> it's been <Yes>. called. <laughs> I want to talk about this cusp business. First of all, Kira, I love me the controversial name ha- of. Cusp, oh, my God.
3: <laughs> I love it. You know, we are big. You know, we're big cuspers. I can't yeah. take credit. I can't take credit. Take it. I, definitely, I can't. We're giving it to You her. know, you know, if it was me, I probably would never have chosen it. But I actually do like it. But like, it's good <laughs> that I didn't cho- choose it because like, we wouldn't have it. If- if it was up to me Mm -hmm. (laughs) whoa that's that's
2: truthy yeah where what where did this dawn from like what when did my co-founder
3: my genius co-founder um he he came to me with the idea of being like I'm developing this app um do you want to partner with me basically and I was like yeah I do (laughs) I do (laughs) and he's like this is the name we're we're thinking and I was like you know what? Yes. Like it It just is so catchy. I can't, you can't say no to it. You know what I mean? And I told him like, yeah, like I, I was like, well, cusses aren't a thing, but they kind of are. And he kind of explained like, you know, it's, it's this idea of like being on the cusp of something or being on the brink of something. And I was like, I do like that. Yes. So
0: <laughs> yes. And even this like consecration of, uh, like partnership in the name too I feel like bodes so well for the app itself of like even coming to this place it was kind of that uh thing that I think is required in a relationship of like giving over like giving over to the other person and allowing them to like make a decision or do take something over like relinquish control in some capacity and say okay I don't it's not mine but I I like where this is coming from and so I'm gonna see what happens after we make this decision
3: yeah and you know my co-founder and I we both have Aries Moon so we make it it works really well because we just make really quick decisions together yeah <laughs> and there's not a lot of like back and forth it's just like all right I think we should do this okay let's do this you know and I love that it's so good for me in a working relationship to have that
1: I will say as someone who is like a cuspy son I have one degree sun. I always felt really both before I started studying astrology and I don't have anything in Aries. So when I first saw my chart, I was like, Oh, like that, like kind of like, you know, when you find out that it's not a quote unquote real thing, but it's the ruler of the house this my son's in. It's also like the ruler of two other planets in that house. So I do think that kind of people born on those times, there is going to be some sort of influence happening whether it's you know you may have another planet in that like mercury venus tend to go right in there somewhere so just saying they're not total bogus obviously oh, totally. you're not two sun signs but yes, i think technically it's, still... it's not a thing and but it is a thing cusps are still house cusps yeah the house cusps. cusps are still real and the cusp of the we sign, use whole sign, sign is
3: houses, real. but <laughs> well the cusp <laughs> yeah. of where the
1: sign lies is real
3: Right. Yeah, like the exactly. line is within where can't, Aries, Yeah, exactly. A cusp no, is and a real thing. It's just you're not no planets are actually cusp. I yeah.
0: never I never thought about it, but it is truly also like the cusp house systems in and of themselves are just like, hey, we're just deciding that this is where the end is. And we decide that this is where the end and it is just as arbitrary and as like you either are or aren't as like the cusp. I don't know, argument or whatever, where it's like, no, that's the point is that it is arbitrary. But I think if you're a cusp, you just always know that you could have been something else. And that mere suggestion creates a different dynamic than if you are squarely in the middle Mm -hmm. of a season where you are just like, oh, You were going to be, you were going to be this no matter what. So there is no, I think, or maybe it's just like a preoccupation with um, fate, with how decisions get made, how lines are drawn then, because Mm. if it could have gone, if you could have been completely different based on this line, then how do we decide where lines are? Because that's a pretty big fucking deal.
3: You know, (laughs) Pisces in me is like, yes. And then the Virgo in me is like, no. There's but it, lines, but
0: that's, but that's what I mean. And it's like it's equally. Then we have to. Then how do we reconcile these two people because both are true? It's yes. all true. Like it's all the true. The dance all, yes. of holding both yes. And that's where we come in and we go, hey man. Like some sometimes it's this and sometimes it's that. You just decide which lines are which lines.
3: And or it's always seconds. both and neither. Yeah. Yes, and there's terms, you know, slash bounds. Yeah. It's like there's so much to it but anyway yeah
2: cuss. or we or we can just call it edging and just or you know really freak freak, yes. out, freak out freak out the masses yes
3: Taurus for me Scorpio. edging, edging <laughs> in astrology is when there's two planets making it like applying to make an aspect but one of them is like slowing down
2: oh is that a real one, uh, no, 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 no. This is just what I call
3: edging. Like, like for instance, <laughs> Venus and Mars right now, um, they're edging in this sextile for like forever because Venus is slowing down and they're kind of going around the same like speed right now. So there's like this really long
1: Peppy building line. sextile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah.
0: This this tension that you're talking about made me immediately think of a Uh, aspect in my chart which is my Venus Uranus conjunction that are exact almost to the minute and then I have Saturn conjunct but it's at 21 every all those who are at 25 and Saturn's at 21 and it feels always in my definitely I'm thinking of like romantic connections where there's one part that is so incredibly aligned and quick and like there that you're just like oh my god I can see this whole thing but then there are these like impediments or these slowdowns up front that make things almost like I've had all of these almost moments with someone and then there's been like several chapters where it's like another almost moment and that's what makes me keep going to that next one and then finally those things all line up but it does take like there are a lot of Saturnian uh, roadblocky things that happen and that tension is like
3: it's there edging it's you edging. It. it's edging yeah yeah <laughs> we get it we get a lot of Venus Mars edging coming up um early next year too
2: damn you heard it here f- first folks but I think <laughs> that, that I mean edging is a
0: good sometimes I mean, you I gotta mean hell sure yeah. releasing, but also edging is fucking
3: hot Six and int- intense. <laughs> Big <laughs> <Six laughs> signs, co that for sure. <laughs> so, what is
2: with the compatibility of cuss Where you know it tails all this time. Where are we looking? I've noticed that Venus is heavily present in the app. Also yeah. stunning application.
3: Oh, thank Beautiful you. Beautiful
2: artwork. The design is on point. Um and also we'll put links obviously, but download this now while we're listening to this y'all. Yeah, we didn't
3: help. We didn't really say what it is. It's an app. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's, it's an app. app. I've never heard of them. <laughs> it's it's available on iOS and Android. And basically it's a um it's the only astrology app focused on love, sex, and romance and relationship and just love in all forms. Um, And it's basically daily horoscopes and then also these bomb compatibility reports where you can look up your compatibility with your friends and or lovers and or crushes. Um, You get the option to choose to add sexual compatibility so you don't have to look at your sexual compatibility, but um, yeah we I'm really excited about it you can also look at your sun sign and venus sign love overviews um and we have a bunch of new updates coming too with like more content so yeah
1: one of my favorite things is that you can choose the sexual compatibility because it's one of my least favorite things about the unnamed other app that (laughs) automatically gives you that and it makes me not want to add friends on there because a lot of male comedians will add me on there. And I'm like, mm. you're just doing this for gross reasons. And I don't want yeah. that. So I really appreciate that.
3: Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I, I love that, too. We're, we're gonna add even more options, basically. Um, I'm not going to give anything away yet. But <laughs> we're, we're starting on, you know, writing even more for the app. And Adding even more options for compatibility reports, so I'm really stoked about that.
0: I love that, and without you giving anything away, I like where my where that sends my brain of just the options to make sure to decide what you want to be compatible on because I think that that's a really empowering way to kind of rethink. some real, some like toxic dating dynamics, I feel like, which is, uh, kind of, I guess, insistence on the total package, that kind of thing. And having these things that if they don't make this, then we're doing that. Or also, um, this kind of, I feel like misalignment that happens when you like what you like on paper versus what you actually are like, what you've had success with, what you are actually attracted to, what makes you feel comfortable or what, what do you think is that thing? And I think that kind of having things to choose from, being like, "Oh, I want," what do I want? Going towards what you want, I think, seems like a better way to like. That's of course always going to be better matches because you're going towards what you want, not towards yeah. what you don't want or what you like. Or too what many you're just conv- like
3: accepting that yes, people say you should want.
0: Too many conflicting things that like win one. I think sexual compatibility being really good with someone can often blind you to a lot of the other things where you are really deeply incompatible. And those are the things that are maybe more important to you than the sexual compatibility. So it's not, not that that's not a component or whatever, but I think that there is like, if you front load some of that, the sexual compatibility does become easier to negotiate.
3: Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So It's exciting. I mean, compatibility is one of those things that's kind of hard to tackle in astrology because once you know like an ounce of astrology, you know that it's more than just your sun sign. Um, But there is, there's a lot of richness you can get out of just sun sign compatibility too. And if you download our um, app and look at your compatibility reports, you'll see like just how, just how rich and even accurate you can get from just that alone and which makes me even more excited to add more to it because it's like already so good. Um, but yeah, compatibility is a it, it's a interesting thing to to kind of tackle in app form <laughs> um, and, but I especially because I feel like I the way I look at like compatibility is very I don't know specific <laughs> to me. I don't I, I haven't it didn't wasn't something I learned from anyone. Um, so I'm excited to see how the app develops and grows, because I have a lot of cool ideas for things to do with it.
0: That's so cool. And I hadn't even thought about that um, format of just being like, this is a, a step for modern astrology is that this is how we're going to like collect data and know about astro, like the way that uh, I don't know, like that new systems of astrology get made. Mm-hmm. do you know what That's I mean? True. Like yeah, where it's like yeah. you could, there can be a Kira, like you will be a Valens or something that people go like, this is Kira, this is actually like Kiric astrology compatibility. <laughs> or
3: something like Keir- <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, you, imagine.
0: Because this is your like formula that you made up. We're so obsessed with this. I feel like in this iteration of astrology, because we don't need it to like, tell us how long we're going to live necessarily. We get to use it for like, the richness of human connection, that this will be like a turning point. I'm calling it for you.
3: Okay. I'm, I'm here for it. I accept that. (laughs) Does anyone
2: remember the love calculator? It was just, a website that i think it was yes. the lovecalculator.com. absolutely
0: calculator. absolutely and i've done every <laughs> single love calculator test that you could possibly do
2: right I- like you you could do it with like like a movie or like a thing or like i don't know i i that's what i'm like i i do love the fun of punching in compatibility whether it's for a lover or a friend or like an animate object or like the, a release date of something because I don't know. There's something with astrology. If you know an ounce and know it's more than your son, it's still just getting what the potential can be, even if sometimes it's not there yet too. I mean, also, I don't know why I brought up the love calculator. The glove calculator was straight up random, but I do think like, but it has that fun, almost like, um, lottery sort of feel or like a, like a, I don't know what you call it. Like a, the lover at a casino, the lover what's that mm-hmm. called slot machine a fortune a machine. Oh, okay yeah yeah a fortune but slot is- machine sort of thing that's just like inherently fun to play around with too <laughs> right right
0: it's how do you want to draw the lines how do you want to decide how we're doing them and sometimes it feels fun to pull a lever and say this is how we're drawing the lines it's just up it could be it could be a win it could be not other times we want to like measure it and do the thing and i think that there's there's uh excitement and potential and validity
3: in all of them yeah and i think i mean the cool thing about cusp too is that all the content is written by like bomb astrologers too <laughs> like and you know you can see their face you 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 can see who's writing this content um through the app so you also know that it's like coming from real people who practice astrology who you know are talking to people about their you know their their venus signs and their relationships that are actively doing this work and not just like you know writers not just writers but yeah no. like you know you want actual actual astrologers writing your astrology copy and not not just copywriters
0: well because it's not about the words that you're reading it's about like what do they produce and represent and what do they like conjure in us how do they help us create potential or create feelings or something too it's not just the date it's not information it's right. like I don't yeah it's something I think more um visceral than that totally and, so you want and, people in it and their faces and they have they are again not like the the guru of it but that are that are right uh, invested
3: yeah yeah it, it's important to me um and to us just to we really wanted to like gain community you know respect around the app too we didn't want it to just be like here's an astrology app we're just going to try to get a million people um the chart for the app has like a really nice 11th house signature third house stuff 11th house stuff um and so yeah we wanted it we wanted the community to um enjoy it too and it's not just for You know, you have apps like The Pattern, which is great, but it's not really like for astrologers and, you know, not really for people who like are trying to like know what the astrology is. Obviously, they don't tell you anything about that. So I think ours is a nice like combination of you get a little astrology um, and you'll, you know, that's there's more to come with that too. But um, it's also like very digestible and you're just getting like, the daily horoscopes are great. You're just getting these like nuggets of wisdom every day. They're love focused in the sense that um, we're kind of, the, the overall vibe is to tie you back to love and love is like a philosophy and, you know, all the ways that love can manifest in your life, but they aren't almost, there's not many that are just like romantic love focused or like go out and you know meet your man you know <laughs> and the other mm-hmm. thing is is that like most of our writers are queer are BIPOC like they're it's sensitive it's culturally sensitive writing too it's not just like heteronormative like you know get him to get you that drink or I don't know yeah well
1: in that vein I have a question a burning question really um When you find things that aren't necessarily advisable compatibility wise, not that these means avoid, not that whatever, we all know that you can make stuff that isn't advisable work. You can make stuff that is very advisable, absolutely toxic. So um, how do you handle going about writing those when it's not something you can explain to a person in a reading with your voice or your face or, you know, giving a lot of front porching like I'm doing. How do you yeah. go about like giving that information without being like scaring people
3: off from relationships right. or scaring them into them? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> that that's kind of a big part of the team that I've curated is that they are very like mature um people and writers and really careful about that type of stuff. Um so there's that, but then in general, I think you know kind of gave the direction of we're yeah we're not making judgments right we're not we're not like the end we definitely don't want to come off as like the end all be all you know like well cuss told me that we weren't going to be compatible like I never want to hear that because you hear these two those memes oh oh (laughs) yeah because you know some of the shaws are said
0: you probably will hear that because it's going to be ubiquitous and uh whenever something is ubiquitous like that everyone's also always gonna use it but that's not your intention.
3: But yeah, so it's it's more all of our writing is sort of in the lens of like advice and sort of like wisdom that you can take you can take or you can you can take it or you can leave it. Um, I don't think anything that we write comes off as like again like we're trying to come off as the truth (laughs) in any way. Um, And so I think that's part of it is just being really careful about how you're framing things and and saying like I, some of it is the that will give examples of like you know what could things that could come up that could be challenging but um I don't know I think we've all been in relationships with people who are not quote unquote compatible with astro like you know on the books astro but um there's there's so much nuance to it and so there's not a lot of like apps. I don't think there's like any absolutes really (laughs) when it comes to the writing in our app. um, There
1: certainly isn't. You've done a great job, which is why I asked the question to begin with, because I always have a hard time when someone gives me like a placement of someone that I know that I'm like, oh, I don't like that person. Like I like say anything, but my friend has that and I hate it about them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Always hard for me to hold back on like some. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah. excellent
2: work. Thank you. Thank you. Keeping it, keeping it, um, hopeful, but not like, but not like, not like where you have to like coddle people either. I think well, what you're saying about the NLBL is interesting because with compatibility, if it was so easy as that like, for example, growing up, I feel like anytime I'd read a love horoscope, it's like date Virgos and Capricorns because you're an right. earth sign. And it's like, <laughs> that's it really? Like, wouldn't all of them be dating then already? If that was the easiest solution <laughs> was to date your element and nothing more and nothing less. So right. um, we're all like compatible and incompatible to varying levels and degrees. It's just like, what can you tolerate or like, what is your, what are your going back to the lines? Like, what are your lines? Like, and also for some people, sexual compatibility is like very high ranking for some, it's lower for some it's like family or future planning or whatever that might be. So, um, yeah, I mean, we all, if there was like the Pandora's box secret, like we'd be using it. So I think that's, what's like, it gives you space to meditate on what you even would want in a relationship and if you're ready and maybe if you're even ready for a relationship if that's also if you're looking for relationship type things they're all different type of relationships
3: now well Stevie did you did you um look at your compatibility uh compatibility (laughs) compatibility (laughs) we're in this talisman supposed to help me with that stuff Um, Uh, (laughs) compatibility report
2: (laughs) I did I've read my I've read my report I am notoriously in a an incompatible relationship according to like any kind of mainstream application and Matora son with the Leo son. So you know, square life, baby. <laughs> Fucking step, step, step it. it up. Um, no, it is it's really fun. I think what's interesting too is maybe it's because I'm with a Leo with the Virgo stallium. There's like the things I read about Leo things, I think the things he read are like. I'm not a drama queen. And it's like, okay, <laughs> that was really dramatic. So I think there is like a know thyself element too of astrology where sometimes it can read you or like read the potential of your chart more than like you might be ready for sometimes. And mm-hmm. I mean that's re- readings <laughs> also. Yeah. Um financial. So, but I don't know. We're both Earth Venuses. Like, like that's like we're both sex, we're sextile moons. Like they're like, yeah. yes, the sun is like. I don't know. I'm also pro squares. If you've ever, if, for those oh, who've Huge, I'm such really a pro, pro square. square. Okay. Thank. Why, Kira, what's your, why, why the square? Cause people fear squares, like oh my God. a demonic possession.
3: Square, especially if you have squares in your chart, um, at all, you need squares in a relationship because you need like, okay, put it this way. Squares are of the nature of Mars, meaning they, um, to to not go super Hellenistic with it, they basically cause friction, right? They cause tension, friction, challenge in some way. And so, yes, those things aren't always great, you know, especially for non-confrontational people, but you need friction in order to get things going, in order to, you know, light a match, in order to make a spark happen. You need Two things to bump up against each other, rub up against each other. So I think that squares are dynamic and people square compatibility makes it so like things are happening and things stay, you know, exciting and not boring. <laughs> I think if it's all charms and mm. sex styles, it's like very comfortable, but that can become that can go from being comfortable to complacent and and just like stagnant.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, everybody, squares. We that's what's yes. for dinner. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but that. yeah, I'm I'm glad to hear you your thoughts on the compatibility because yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what you think when we start adding more more points to it, basically, and it's more than just sun sign. Um, so I mm-hmm. think it's gonna even hit hit even harder. But but overall, yeah, what did you think of the Taurus Leo?
2: combo I mean I love I mean first of all it's the I just must read the first sentence because I think this already like I'm like okay thank you for the we love compliments (laughs) right both the Taurus and and the Leo it's like Pablo's a Leo son and Stevie is a Taurus son this match is really giving vibes of sophistication elegance magnificence and expensive taste not wrong I think like (laughs) talking about our kind of like like because he's also Taurus rising like that like a love of, lo- like there is like a love of love and this um, going into the elements too, like earth and fire. I mean, it's also like a deep, pretty detailed report. Like it's not like a single paragraph. I did click the sexual elements too. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I know. I mean, it like I've like read a lot of different random Astro compatibility things, but this one definitely gave me like more things to think on. I think it's always harder to read my stuff like I, when I read his, yeah. story, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Okay. No, no, no. <laughs> and then me, I'm like, what do you mean that I'm like, like it's stable, but horny prude, <laughs> like, you know, like simplifying. Um, No, but it's fun. And I'm excited to enter my, friend. like I just been playing around with the love fortune, but I'm excited to enter friends. Cause I'm always, that's the one I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, friends are super important in our lives yeah. too. So yeah. um, I'm glad there's like so space so. to, to like, honor and keep them in also add me on there i'm carb queen username um I love feel free that. to feel free to add me up but no yeah i mean if how about it feels good how about i'm also um, like define the odds anyways with this leo t- i'm like yes i'm pro square i'm here to speak on it date your fellow fixties you know oh i'm like very
3: i'm adamantly pro square yeah um <laughs> but yeah i mean how about do either of you guys or any of you guys read your sun sign or view the sign overview i love to hear any thoughts on those too
1: I did I pulled up I also my partner doesn't super like like it when I look at his stuff but I do it anyway and don't do that if you're listening don't find his birth certificate (laughs) even though he didn't give you his birth time don't do that stuff um but I did impressive though impressive (laughs) but I did Mm -hmm. you know I did and um I I I did read my own obviously I love reading about myself so that was definitely my favorite part I'm also in an astrologically not advisable compatibility pairing Taurus Aries um and I one of the things that I really like about the way it's phrased is that Um, it talks about encouraging each other to take risks, which is definitely something we do. Um, contrast of temperament being mutually beneficial, which I do, it phrases it one way, but I think it happens. It mutually beneficial means both ways, but I think it happens like, um, we flip on a lot of stuff like it's not just mutually beneficial it's like sometimes I'm the slowdown, and sometimes he's the slowdown. sometimes I'm the speed up and sometimes he's the speed up mm. so not only mutually beneficial but it like flip-flops as well and then um it talks about achieving a lot together we work together I think that That's cool. also works really well um it says we deliver our opinions immediately and urgently I would say that's also true so there's a lot of stuff that maybe it doesn't sound like as romantic as we feel our relationship is but it's all
3: definitely really true yeah oh I love to hear that I also love that that, that pairing yeah, Taurus.
1: everyone's like every astrologer you ever say that to they're like Ew. like you're like, oh,
3: like I'm also- all for a Venus Mars yeah. combo like
1: we also have the same God. rising and yeah. So I feel like our worldview is very similar. So it's not like, you know, oh, we're having these urgent, you know, disagreements that are like yeah. on moral issues or something. We see the world a similar way. So that makes sense for us.
3: That's what really matters. Yeah. Love that.
0: This is very accurate.
3: <laughs> and,
0: and but also very, um, you know. I I feel like I am prone to see the challenging things and kind of use that as a way to frame positives for being like these are the things like folk I guess focus on the bad stuff truly like I too long didn't read um but I feel like this is a very uh like positive way of spinning it that I that resonates really deeply but I wouldn't necessarily be able to come up with on my own, but I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that really is true. This is like when I, on my best day, how I would like this to be described too, And but still like, feels like how I would think of it, but it would maybe mm-hmm. be too scared to say like, oh, this is how this makes me feel like the, the really positive parts of it. Cause I was gonna say, we do have a, we do have, we're Aries sun, Sag sun. Um, right. And we do have a pretty compatible, there are like the parts, there are squares and there are, uh, difficult aspects, but I think that they are also the ones that I feel like are kind of in, like necessary in relationships and, and are, uh, also part of what makes it impressive or good or, or a good match or whatever is the ability to handle those kinds of oppositions and squares totally. in that way. Um, Do you but read I like, yes, I was like, I like, I, there was two things that I was like, that's true. Um, <laughs> this Steve is an Aries son and Julia is a Sagittarius son Steve and Julia together form one of the most supportive and relaxing kinds of bonds by virtue of being resonant with each other's core beings that's Mm. so sweet uh and I also like where is where is this oh that's fine that's good enough now I'm just reading the rest of them
3: (laughs) yeah I think the same person wrote all of yours all of this the sun sign or the the fire sun yes. combinations so was written by an airy son. Oh Hell cute. Yeah.
2: Was that yeah. part of the process too? Like did people who maybe aren't have those? I, that was a big
3: part of my, yeah, my like curation process when it came oh, to cool. writers. I was like, you write for the air you double air sign, you're gonna write the air sign stuff, <laughs> you know. Someone who has yes. a lot of earth and water wrote all the earth and water stuff. And yeah, so that's kind of how I went about it.
0: Well, that's so true because I think that's I mean, it shows, I think, and that's such a smart way of uh I think again facilitating what it sounds like you your goal is with this app, which is really to make people feel seen and loved and um and be open to connecting with each other, which I think happens when you feel like the the version of yourself that is most desirable and lovable and wonderful. Like when you recognize totally. those things in yourself, it's it's nice, then it's easier to have someone else read about the wonderful things about you and go, oh, that sounds like a person I would like to get to know. And I think it's hard for us to sometimes describe ourselves like that or to embody and and feel like we're able to take on the responsibility of all of these things or live up to those expectations. And so I think that there is something really cool about having an app do that for you, but in a way that makes you feel really um, supported and seen and empowered.
3: Yes, love to hear it. <laughs> yeah.
0: All
2: right, question. How's your dating life going, Kira? Do you care to disclose?
3: Sure. (laughs) Single (laughs) AF, 30 and flirty. Yes! (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, I have been single um for forever, not forever, right at the beginning of the right before the pandemic hit. Ended a a long-term relationship. We were living together, moved out of New York then since then I've been pretty single I was seeing someone um but it was never really anything solid you know it was very Gemini that was another incompatible <laughs> relationship but we were super compatible he's super Gemini and I'm you know super Scorpio um but but yeah that we're just friends at this point um and yeah besides that I'm trying to I'm in a seventh house year now, you know. Yes. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> mm, all right, you hear that, folks? Single, ready
2: to mingle, looking for a pringle
3: cut <laughs>
2: true Are babe. You? Venus yeah. Libra here, excuse me. An absolute thank you. Thank you. A legend to catch.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yes. I think cute. also
2: for your seventh house year,
1: one of the best ways to practice relationships is through and this take this for what it is because I have my rising and three planets in Taurus but uh, make an investment or buy a big purchase where you have to like have a relationship with the person you're doing so like where you're investing through a person who's helping you get your finances in order via whatever stock market or however mutual funds whatever you want to do that helps you practice for relationships in so many ways because it reminds you like what's appropriate when's a good time to call what do I wear when going to something like this all of these kind of Mm -hmm. things that help us remind us and obviously business relationships are way different from romantic ones but reminding us to kind of check those boxes when we are doing things that are really personal with someone or are kind of seen as more private in life just my advice for uh, anyone who's in that seventh house space.
3: Love it. That's
0: such wise advice. I was just yeah. thinking how how good that is to like, uh, remind yourself to be a good partner. And I think if you've been having uh, I don't want to say relationship failures, but I think again this kind of like maybe this is maybe this is me speaking to me now and not, but someone else is like me. So hopefully this is helpful. Uh, that like you've done things wrong. And so you don't trust yourself to necessarily do the, do things well, or, or respond appropriately, or, you know, have good boundaries or treat someone. Well, I think I was just flashing back to like, Oh, I was really shitty to that person because they were shitty to me, but I was still shitty. Like that's like not good behavior. So to kind of like get that thinking back to Stevie saying of these like fights early before the Thanksgiving to like work out the cobwebs a little in your partnership, uh, skills. Yeah. And I, I just, I think, you know, the way
1: we're polite when we're trusting someone with our finances or with, you know, making a large, even if it's just, you know, you're buying something a little bit out of your price range at Nordstrom, like talking to that person behind the jewelry counter or the perfume counter or at the lingerie place or whatever, like it can be really personal. And, and it does remind you of like, oh yeah, like when I buy my underwear, like I'm really specific about like the cut being this or whatever. When when you talk to those people, like you don't talk to your friends that way. You 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 go to like shorthand and all that stuff so quickly. And I think it's just a nice reminder of like, oh yeah, there is there are like ways we can treat each other socially that really help us like foster those one-on-one relationships. And maybe if you do it right, you go back, you got your gal at Nordstrom now, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is such tourist behavior and I'm so here for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I uh, cosign.
2: And then, I you know we're wrapping up in just a bit here. I think that, um, just to reiterate, CUSP didn't tell you to do anything. Get out there and yes. date, love. If, look, if you do plug in your thing with someone who you are read you're not compatible with, it's not going to come up error, wrong. You're not compatible. We're <laughs> all compatible to varying degrees. Yeah, so it's, Cusp, it's have more done. than
3: more than anything going to tell you the ways that you are compatible even Mm. though you might not think you would be
0: and you can decide does this sound good like does that sound like a relationship i'd want to be in
2: right exactly i love it and i have one last cue i know we aren't going to talk too much about venus retrograde but capricorn venus capricorn will be here for a hot minute. I'm curious, any yes. like this can be a log line, couple oh sentences gosh. on dating during yes. Venus and Capricorn from folks who might be out single on the prowl Venus
3: retrograde mm-hmm. dating time. Yeah, okay. That's this is a good point to bring up. Yeah. So Venus is officially in shadow as of November like 17th, um, or 18th. I know it was entered shadow like on my birthday. <laughs> um, and so we're in this period for the next couple of months. I think. Venus doesn't leave Capricorn until um, March, mid-early March. Um, just know that relationships are up for review in some way. And that could be renegotiation. That could just be, you know, important, um, important conversations needed to be have um, had look to where Capricorn is in your chart to see you know, where this activity is taking place, look to where Taurus and Libra are in your chart to see which areas of life are being kind of retrograded um, and up for review. But, but yeah, the relationship stuff in particular like comes out with Venus retrograde. You can think back to June 2020, May, June 2020 um, when we had Venus retrograde in Gemini, what stuff was coming up then. This one's really interesting because we get, it's stationing retrograde conjunct Pluto (laughs) in Capricorn. Um, So it's definitely gonna have this kind of Plutonian power play, powers, you know, um, I think maybe a a tinge of obsession, compulsion that comes with this one. Um, And then it's when it stations direct, starts to move forward right around the time that Mars um, enters Capricorn. So Mars and Venus move through the rest of Capricorn together, kind of like holding hands. It's really cute. It's also, like I said, edging, edging, edging (laughs) because they finally meet um, in a conjunction in in March, early March, I think. Maybe it's even later than that, but yeah, no, early March at 28, Capricorn which is Mars's exaltation degree they're going to be conjunct Pluto so there's this like Venus Mars Pluto conjunction that like ends this retrograde period and I just feel like it's going to be for a lot of people some sort of yeah like interesting things coming up around power dynamics and like I I just picturing so many like office relationships and like you know, things like that, like bosses or coworkers hooking up and having to really um, unpack the like power dynamics and how sticky that can become. Um, Things like that, you know, coming up within relationships and yeah, just really talking a lot about like boundaries and the structure of relationships and those things being up for for renegotiation potentially. Um, So dating during this time, People, I met the guy I was seeing for the past year during Venus Retrograde last year and we're still we're still close friends, you know. So I would say don't don't um rule out dating at all during this time. I would just know that it's gonna there's it's like the underbelly is being shown, you know, there's stuff up for review. Mm-hmm.
0: I like this as an idea of like not not maybe not this conscious, but like picking the problem that you really wanna solve for yourself. Because I think this is an opportunity for you to really, like, address, like you're saying, the enderbelly, the structure, the, Mm -hmm. like, the power dynamic that is keeping you from feeling um, like you can get what you want. Because I think ultimately that's power, like, the, if you are power is just being able to do whatever the fuck you want basically. And so what, what feels like keeping you from doing what you want or getting what you want or something like that's the, don't say no to dating because I think there's a real potential to figure out how to solve that problem or how, or, or maybe not fully solve the problem, but figure out what in the structure has been keeping you in that thing. And if we're not willing to engage with it, then we can't figure out what the thing is that needs to be fixed. Does that make sense? Exactly.
3: Totally. Lots Cause of
0: cuz it's answering mm-hmm. to that Saturn and Aquarius and I think that that also is that like new structure. It's still Saturn, but it's also mm-hmm. like how are we really changed? how are we really going to change this time? We need to really change
3: for how the better, gonna, yeah. Yeah,
0: and how are we going to do it? Because it is possible and we the the answer is a new structure. It's not the same structure, it's a new thing.
1: I think there will be reminders too of, you know, this reminds me of someone I used to be with and Mm -hmm. and having to do that mental math of like, it's not the same relationship You're not the same person you used to be when you dated that person, you know, at the very least. And, um, and it's not the same person. So that, um, I also think attached, there's going to be a lot of attaching value. And I think that's something that we have to check ourselves on definitely during this time of, um, you know, deciding what something's worth without someone else's input or or consent in relationships can be difficult. Um, Capricorn Venus, definitely value-based Venus, definitely someone who knows like, um, you know, if you, if you did your own nails, so to speak, like they can kind of tell if it's like professionally done or if it's gel or, you know, they like maybe know and other things too, not like just your nails, but you know what I'm saying? Doing that in relationships can be very dangerous work. So, finding where we attach value and meaning to things that maybe aren't there or or saying it out loud like do you think this is what i think it is i think can also be really important in relationships
2: Mm -hmm.
0: oh yeah (laughs) that's powerful time oh well and thankfully we have cusp hell
3: yeah Yeah. as a guide yeah as a support
0: as a tool, as a resource, it's not a, uh, yeah, not a decider, um, just a encourager and supporter.
2: I want to read the Cap Venus one now, because I, I want to pick up some oh, yeah. keywords too of like this, this, this you time. Can. So, yeah, you can find I'm going in, baby. i mean, <laughs> It's good. It's good.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, Kira, thank
3: you so much. Thank you guys so much. Um, Anything else
0: besides Cusp you want to let the folks know about?
3: Yeah, um, I have some workshops coming up that I'm excited about in December. I won't get too much into it, but they're all about timing. I have one called um, Who's Your Time Lord, which is about um, annual perfections and an, another weekend long intensive called um, Timing That Hits where we'll cover a bunch of different timing techniques. Um, and that's probably the last time I'm teaching for a while. <laughs> so if you're interested in you know um, learning with me live, those are good options. Um, cause I'm not going to teach online anymore next year. Oh, last call
2: for alcohol, everybody. Last call. <laughs> and come get it. Um,
3: but then besides that, my podcast, the astrology show, um, has a lot of really good educational content. We'll, we'll be relaunching again in February and my membership community, um, the 11th house will be relaunching in February too. It's lots of cool new stuff too. So I'm excited yes. hey
0: awesome well follow kira and all of her projects get on cusp and oh, yeah. uh be good to each other thank you guys so much <laughs> for listening we love you so so much we'll
3: see you next time. thank week. you guys Bye. thank Bye. you
0: thank you for listening to what's your sign please rate us five stars and subscribe on itunes or whatever podcast
2: platform you use if you like what you
0: heard please support us on Patreon.
1: You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign Underscore Pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group.
2: Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at What's Your Sign Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Thank you so much for listening. What's Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby?
2: What's your sign?